everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic. And I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today, we're going to be talking about the top five restaurants for upscale dining at Walt Disney World. Yes, we are talking dining, so I hope you have eaten before you're listening to this, because... If we don't make you hungry, we are not doing our jobs right now. Oh no, this week. I'm going to get hungry. Yes, we are, because we're recording this just before lunch, so we're going to get ourselves quite hungry. <laughs> and, you know, the whole reason I had for this episode was hopefully we're coming towards the end of this pandemic and, you know, we're trying to plan Walt Disney World <laughs> vacations once again and the restaurants are going to start reopening Some of the ones on this list are still closed, but what we thought is, you know, your next vacation there is going to be extra special. It's been a long time, probably for many of you, and so if you're looking for one special upscale sort of fine dining experience, these are our top, well, I don't know if they're our, because I think you may have different picks, but I I do. I have five recommended restaurants here, All right. and Amelia will chime in with the younger person's point of view on all of them. So if you want a really nice dinner out, I would recommend one of these five. And I do have a couple of honorable mentions at the end. I do not have them, I don't really think, in any order. I do. So how should we begin? Shall I just dive in? Sure. Well, let's start, well, maybe the first one is number one. Yeah. We'll start with one we've talked about many times before. Victorian Alberts. That's Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And it is a runaway for the finest dining you can have at Walt Disney World. And not only that, on many lists, it makes America's top 10 or 5 of fine dining. So Mm. it is quite an experience. I will say up front, with the exception of this one, every other one on this list that I'm talking about... It's fairly affordable. Well, not only... (laughs) We'll get into that in a minute. But I was going to say kid-friendly. So would you agree that the other ones we're going to talk about, kids of any age really can go? Yeah. And they're suited to kids. Just because they are nicer restaurants with upscale service and atmosphere, they definitely cater to kids. Victorian Alberts is the exception because it does have a rule. You have to be 10 or older to get in. So there is a dress code of Victorian Alberts. You can check it out online to see what is the latest version. But typically men are in jackets, women in, you know, nice skirts and things. You can't go in your bathing suit. And children in party dresses. And children in party dresses. So Victorian Alberts is upstairs at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. It is cut off from the outside world by design. And you can't really order on a traditional menu the way you do everywhere else. You can't do that. But what you can do, so here's what's going to happen. There are various levels of menus there. I would suggest you are fine. You don't need to go to the chef's table or any of those super expensive meals because you're going to get in several hundred dollars per person as it is. So your meal is going to be in the thousands. Let's put it that way. It's also going to take you five hours. You could buy a new phone with that kind of money. You could, or you can have a five-hour meal. Did you enjoy it? Let me just ask you that up front. What do you mean by enjoy? Like the food, the atmosphere? Was it a positive dining experience for you? Yes, it was a positive dining experience. Because you really wanted to go there, and I was surprised because... I think the reason they make people want to go there is because they say, well, if you're under 10, you can't get in. But you're really into like cooking shows and things, so you... But then as a nine-year-old, I'm like, well, I want to go in. But you couldn't as a nine-year-old. I know. (laughs) So 
when we went, you know, they sort of changed the approach, but the last time we went was a, a nine course meal. So what they do is they call you a couple of days before and they go through what the chef has prepared for that nine course meal. And you do have the opportunity to swap out items. For example, if you're a vegetarian or a pescatarian or, or any tarian of any kind. That or you, vegan. Or vegan, yeah. You have any special meal things, you can swap that out. And as it so happened, the three of us in our family all had slightly different menus. So, but I will say, I left in the fish. I'm not a huge fish fan. But I left in the fish items because I had read in reviews about Victorian Alberts before we went that if you're like me and you don't like fish, just try the fish. Trust me, people had said. So I did that and I will also give that advice. The fish dishes were amazing. I will say some of the fish was better than some of the beef. Yeah, which for us... And I don't like fish. Yeah, and I'm not a huge fish fan either. In so fact, good. And as we went there, so you get in, you get seated there, you know, there's a little purse one of those little stools for your purse. It's that kind of place. You have two people taking care of you, not just one. There's a harpist in the middle of the floor. It's very, very elegant, as you would expect for a, a dining uh, experience like this. There's a drink plan. There is a drink plan. So we did get the wine tasting pairing. So you get a different wine with every course. And Amelia got the mocktail pairing. And let me tell you, those mocktails were unbelievable. I made sure I tasted each one. And I, I told them at the end of it, and they custom make them in the back. So they're so going in the good. back and crushing strawberries and whatever they did. That strawberry one was just, I yeah. want one. So you had 12 of them in the end because, 12? as I said, it was 12? a nine-course tasting menu, but then they surprised us and said, the chef has added three courses. So it ended up being a 12-course meal plus two dessert or three dessert courses and I don't know. It just go. It just went on and on. Well, the thing and, is, each meal was so like small that you're like, "What? This is." Yes, if yeah. you haven't done one of these before, you're getting the first couple, and you're thinking, "What is these bite-sized chunks?" So then you fill up on bread. The bread's good, but don't oh, fill up that on bread. bread. Yeah, the bread is just as good as everything else. So if not by the better. by the time you get to your twelfth course or twelfth glass of wine, and they're not full glasses, but they did refill some of ours actually. <laughs> You know, you're going to be stuffed, so don't feel like you're going to leave there hungry because you will not. But it is quite an experience. You oh, know. yeah. I think that's the word you used to, to describe it, an experience. So it's sort of in a league of its own on this list. It's not, although they did, I was going to say it's not something you do every time, but I remember the one of our servers saying, oh, yeah, well, our regulars who come in here, we're going our <laughs> Who's a regular? <laughs> I mean, it's not even the money, which is part of it. It's just... It's so much to do regularly. And by regularly, do you mean like once a year? Or like? Well, if they call them regulars, it you'd think they're seeing them more than once a year. But I don't know. We didn't press would, them on who it. Who would do what? And even the coffee. So even you get these desserts, and there are some. Oh, that coffee. You know, maker. you can. They have then they have the chocolates at the end, and they're all handmade. And they and by mm, that time those we were, were stuck. Delicious. And we said, can we take those to go? And they yes, said, you can, except for one. There was one that would spoil. So in food safety, you had to eat it there because they didn't know. So this is stuff's all handmade, right? So whatever was in it, maybe it was milk or who knows, it would, you know, in their mind, spoil if you left it out on your counter and then ate it and then you'd get food poisoning and you'd go back on B&A. So they didn't want <laughs> Victorian office to have that. But we did take the rest of them out. They were delish, as you'd expect. Yeah. And then the, even the coffee's quite a show. And I was really excited for that because they do that. 
sort of boil. It looks like a lab experiment. I was confused as I don't drink coffee, but apparently this is an unusual way to make it. But let down, it wasn't very good coffee. I was shocked. You know, everything else was great. And they, they have fish from exotic fish that are only that sourced sauce. off the coast of Australia and the sauces. And they do give you the opportunity to upgrade as you go. So you can get the Wagyu beef for another $40 on this dish. That sort of thing. I did not. Actually, I did upgrade that one. I was going to say, yes, you did. I, I did do it. But I will tell you, you don't have to. No. Is what I'm going to say. So even though you can upgrade, do it if you want. But to be honest, the regular stuff, because Amelia had that on that course. So we swapped and shared each other's. We did that on a few courses. Was just as good tasting, if not better, it I have to mean, say. If not, it, it was better. So don't feel the need to upgrade unless you're a, some sort of beef aficionado at that level, which I would appreciate that. <laughs> I am not at that level. But anyway, all around a great experience. Yeah, but remember the aged, like they had the aged sauce. They were only like, oh, like a drop-up. Oh, that's right. Up. It was hundreds of I'm years saying. old. It it's... wasn't a sauce. It was a... It like was a, liquid. Yeah, it was part of their How sort of... How would you describe a, it? Well, sauces like you pour over. This was literally with an eyedropper. Yeah. And it was hundreds of years old. So they put a couple of drops as part of your plating and you dip your... Was it with the beef, do you recall? Yeah, it was with yeah. the beef. It was and, so you know, good. It was good. I mean, the burst of flavor My from gosh. a single drop. Because at first you're going, is this like show? But they do go into the details of all these things. So like it's a hundred something. If you're one of those people who love... A server explaining to you the detailed history of every dish, you'll love it there. So honestly, yeah, it's super expensive. It's the cream of the crop, but it's is good. Is it worth it? It is worth it. If you're going for that, you know what you're going. You're not going to book that if you, certainly if you don't appreciate fine dining, you wouldn't go there. So that is the ultimate dining experience at Walt Disney World, no question. Beware of the cheesecake. Yeah. They, well, they have blue cheese cheesecake when we what, were there. What is that? And so Amelia it thought should it would... never be a thing. We didn't know. But let me just say, it's more blue cheese than it is cheesecake. I love blue cheese, so I love warning. it. Amelia tried to hide out in the ladies' room until they took it away. But they didn't. They were waiting for her to come back, so it was pretty funny. <laughs> But we did. But you did not tell us that you didn't. That you didn't it's like the it. point. Yeah. It was supposed to be. Oh, they took it away. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. So I don't want to spend any more time in Victoria and Alberts, but because we want to go through the other one. So if you want the cream of the crop, definitely book it. Go there. It's custom menu to you. You do have the time or the opportunity to change items and so on and so forth. They will do everything they can to make you happy, and you even get to keep the menu at the end as a souvenir of what you had. All right, the next four are all accessible for everyone. They are fine dining, and I'm not going in any order, but I'm going to start with one of our newer favorites and probably the newest one on this list, Takumi Tei, Japanese fine dining in Epcot. Did you like Takumi Tei? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Why not? Would you go there again? I don't know, because the short answer is it's, it, it feels more upscale then it should be because they allow everyone in, but it feels very upscale. It's just some of the food is weird. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say it's weird. It's mostly steak. So <laughs> I don't no, know how but you. They have like steamed whis whiskey. Okay, what so, is that? So it's Japanese fine dining. So would you agree it is fine dining? It's fine dining. Yeah, it's a very upscale restaurant. Other than the steak, it's kind of weird dining. I would say it's very kid friendly because our server, I forget her name now, but she was 
oh, quite yeah. nice. She made you. We were Ta in the origami. Yes, we were in the paper room. They have different rooms. They explain to you each room. It's minimalist Japanese style. There is no, you know, dress half decent, but it's there not was like a good Victorian song playing. You know, I think I wore the same outfit, just minus a blazer and a pin. Yeah, and so it's quite nice, quite elegant, and you're gonna find there strip steak, wagyu beef, but they also have salmon. Duck, sea bass, prawns, and of course, sushi and sushimi. I don't yeah. like those things, if but you may. And there's a tasting menu if you want to try all of them. So it's pricey. It's probably the next priciest one. It's not Victorian Albert's pricey, when but you, some of you, these <laughs> things are over $100 or close to $100 on, on a menu or an item. So For to like total or? No, per person. So, and even the kids menu. 300, 3,000, but the price drops. Yeah, it's not Victorian Albert's level, but it is fine dining, but it is quite good. The beef was good. You loved it. And the desserts, if you recall, they were odd Japanese style, but really good. And even the children's menu had Wagyu short ribs. So that's the type of thing, right? So even yeah. the children's menu. So if you have a fussy kid eater who wants peanut butter sandwiches, you know, I don't know if you'd go there, although they'd probably accommodate it, I would have to say, because I find them pretty accommodating. But it is, if you like Japanese and if you like beef in particular or sushi and sushimi. It's or, or if you are visiting from Japan or any yeah, country, they will have native food, I assume. I've never been, but and if you it like Japanese. Yeah, it, it, it is. And if you like Japanese whiskey, as Amelia was alluding. I have no idea. <laughs> the cherry wood smoked whiskey was, you know, a bit showy, but quite good. And you could taste the smoke in the whiskey. And they have quite an extensive whiskey list there of Japanese and others. So... Really Apparently, good all around. Fancy whiskey's a thing. If you like upscale Japanese, definitely for a special dinner. Hopefully it's reopened soon. That's one to do. Moving on, we have California Grill. Now, this is a family favorite. It is Aaron's favorite. It's, it's quite good. Do you like it there? Yeah, I do. They're really kid-friendly. They are. In fact, they sometimes give you like table utensils that I forget what they're specifically called. Yes. So California Grill <laughs> is the top of Disney's Contemporary Resort. It's surprisingly kid-friendly. You get great views all around. And what Amelia was talking about is one, we, we go here quite often. Fairly often. Yes. Yeah, so we've been here quite a bit. And one time when she was younger, I don't know, maybe you were seven, something like Probably that. Probably eight, nine. They, gave, they have a little scraper where they scrape the breadcrumbs off the table, right? It's a special tool just for that. And Amelia loved it. She was going through a phase where she wanted to be a waiter. So she would always stand up, grab all the menus. I and, still want to be a waitress. And, that has not ended. We just haven't gone to and, restaurants. And take our orders like the servers do. And uh, and so they saw this and they gave her a special one, wrote her a special note. So she took that home with her. So that was pretty cool. But it is, it changed its menu. Oh, it's probably eight or nine, maybe even 10 years now. It's always been good, but... Now it's got this sort of California twist to it. It is called California Grill. Yes, and it has a great it has a great wine menu if you like California wines. But I think it has one of the biggest ranges of menus. Here's the type of things you can get there. And then I'll tell you my favorites. You can get wood-fired pizza, sushi, grouper, scallops, chicken, grilled pork, oak-fired fillet of beef, short ribs, wagyu steak, pasta. So honestly, there is something for everyone. There's so much choices. There's so much choices there. So, so many. Yeah, so many choices. And my personal favorites are not going to be a surprise to you. The oak-fired filet of beef. 
And the grilled pork tenderloin, which was on the previous menu, is really good. It's it's been a sort of a long standing thing there, and it's it's done over uh, hardwood, I believe. So it's quite tasty. Do you have a favorite there? Steak. The steak is your favorite. <laughs> the steak is my favorite anywhere. And you know, another thing about it is there are two outdoor uh, viewing decks, so you can go outside yeah. and look around, and you get great views of. Really, 360, Magic Kingdom, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, all around Bay Lake on the other side. Really, it's Seven Seas Lagoon, the six, the 360 experience. And Bay Lake on the other side. This is the whole Seven Seas Lagoon. Well, Seven Seas Lagoon is the one side, and Bay Lake is the other body of water. Pop quiz, which was the original one? Seven Seas Lagoon. Incorrect. <laughs> what? That was there the whole time? No, Bay, La- Seven- Bay Lake was always there. It was an actual lake. But it's the original for my time. Yeah, well, it's the original for all ours. Because before anyone visited, Seven Seas Lagoon was actually a swamp and they sort of dug it out. But it was there. Well, yeah, it was it was swamp land. <sighs> and they dug it out and they found the white sand, which you now see on the beach. So, ladies and gentlemen, Seven Seas Lagoon was also originally there. Well, it was a swamp. But it was there. All right. So, California Grill, would that be on your top five? Yeah. Okay. I have a... Slightly different top five. I don't know I have a different order. But no, we'll and it's very later. spacious in there. It's quite spaced out. It's super kid-friendly. There's room for kids to move around. I personally prefer the lighting fixtures. Yeah. It's, I don't know why. I think I, I like them so much. Yeah, it's really nice. So definitely cool on the list. All right. Next up is Monsieur Paul Monsieur in Paul. Epcot. Do you like Monsieur Paul? Oh, yeah. So very fine dining. This one I see a lot of different feelings about. But if you like French dining upscale, it's upstairs. It's not the Chef de France. That's below it. Monsieur Paul is the finer dining one there. It's upstairs. It is more crowded. I talked about in a recent episode, which is part of this French restaurant style. But it's quite nice. The food. I actually really didn't even good. find it too crowded. I didn't either. Some people do. It's <laughs> definitely closer than, let's say, what we just talked about, California Grill, which is really spaced out. Yeah. So if you want to find dining and you want to be in Epcot, Monsieur Paul, they of course, you're going to find escargot there as an appetizer and the smoked fish and a chicken breast terrine, all By sorts way, of nice French meals. By the way, escargot meals. is snails. Yes, which I love. And I've had them Ugh, there and they're delicious. Oh, oh. And then for your main courses, things like bacon-wrapped tilefish and Arctic char, which mommy likes. So you're... She, we have sampled that. She loved it. They also have sea bass, duck, and of course, New York strip in French. Of course. They even have a veal chop. So one guess what our favorite was, Amelia and I, New York strip. Always. They do have prefix menus, which are popular in France. So you pay one price and, you know, they're, they're quite good. There's a three course and a seven course. So they're almost at Victorian Alberts. Mm, seven, 12, really. Yeah. That's just no, thing. not the same. Not quite the same <laughs> price, but it's pricey, but not Victorian Albert's pricey. So I would recommend Monsieur Paul, no question. And then there is one standout there. There are many great French desserts, but there mm. is one you must have. La sphere. La sphere. The sphere, the circle, the orb of chocolate. Also, all of the desserts are in French. <laughs> yes. Well, it's a French restaurant and it's fairly authentic, I would say. Yeah. And if you have an Insta account or anything and you want to take pictures of food, the sphere is a milk chocolate sphere with chocolate almond cake it's and pralines and chocolate cream. It's got a hazelnut biscuit in it, chocolate ice cream, and then they take warm chocolate 
and cognac sauce, and they pour it on the top, and what happens? You're scaring me. It melts, and it sort of opens up. It's like the Death Star. <laughs> For anyone who didn't understand that, it's a delicious chocolate spear, which melts when you pour warm chocolate. Yes, with cognac, and they do tell you right. this, this is actual, there is, you know, technically alcohol in there, so... Uh, not enough that we, you know, we all had it. There, but there is alcohol in the in the in the whiskey sauce, cognac sauce. So definitely, Monsieur Paul, if you like French food, I would I would recommend it. We love it there. We like French restaurants. And then close by is the number five one on my list. As a Canadian, this is not the reason I chose it, but is Le Cellier as a steakhouse. So if you want just a steakhouse, and wait till I tell you what's there. If you want steak. And you want lots of choice of steak? Go to oh La Cellier in There's the Canada so Pavilion at Epcot, close by Monsieur Paul. And here you will find prime rib, New York strip, filet mignon. So take your pick of those. They also have a fish paella. And there's one thing that I, you know, we haven't tried. And I think this is new since we were last there. So if you're a vegetarian or whatever, they have an impossible meat dumpling. So that impossible, you know, like the impossible burgers that... Uh, plant-based, so they have a plant-based dumpling for any of those. But they're, they also have these sort of sides, add-ons. Get the whiskey-glazed Brussels sprouts. Once again, I cannot speak to this. It's delicious. Yeah, you didn't eat it. And the cheddar, <laughs> the cheddar spinach, also you did not eat, but I say is great. Vacation food, cinnamon spinach, and Brussels sprouts. And if you know anything about us Canadians, especially French Canadians, which we are not, but... There is a very famous Canadian dish, and yes, they have it there. Do you know what I'm talking about, Amelia? Poutine. Poutine, and they have two kinds of poutine. It's so stereotypical. Yeah, but it, I, you know what? I don't like poutine, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I don't either. I find it, I mean, it's good, but it's too rich. So poutine, Gravy doesn't go with fries. So poutine, for anyone who's listening, who hasn't had it, is a French-Canadian creation. It is French fries with gravy and cheese curds, mm. and it does all melt it, together. Ugh. And it can be good, but it's quite filling. But there are two versions of it there. So, and they also have a great kids menu there. So again, you loved it there as a kid. They have steak. They even have salmon and grilled salmon and grilled chicken on the kids menu, which are not necessarily on the adult menu. So, you know, again, it's upscale dining. It's quite nice. It's dark, if you recall. They have those, a lot of those glowing uh, ice cubes. Mm -hmm. And also, this is not relevant to La Cellier, but also in the Canada Pavilion, they have those delicious maple syrup lollipops. Well, they do have a lot. There are a lot of um, maple glazed things in there, I will say. So they have a maple creme brulee for dessert. They have a a maple leaf cheesecake. And they have like a maple New York strip or something. Chocolate caramel bar. Yeah, so they have really cool. They do put Canadiana into it because, you know, maple is sort of our thing. Maple syrup, maple, maple tree. Maple is so good. Yeah. So definitely, if you like steaks and all that's and all the things we've rhymed off, you will not go wrong at La Cellier. And then I have, before Amelia chimes in with hers, I have two honorable mentions. And by, wait, that was pretty much the order from best to worst of your list, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, the they're all good, right? Any any one of these are... These are the top five, and there's tons and tons, as we've talked about yeah, in the dining the, episode, restaurants. And there are so over. many other great ones. I'm going to mention Yachtsman Steakhouse at the Yacht Club. It has a ton of beef as well, but my issue there is it's one of those ones. Brown Derby is the same for me. The reason they're not on my list, but I'm honorable mention, is I've had good steak, and then I've had really bad steak. And yeah. I'm going, how can a Yachtsman... So, 
Uh, it's not in my official five because if you're going to call yourself an upscale steakhouse... You have to be consistent. You have to be consistent and hit the mark. And it's great you have all these flashy looking yeah. steaks and stuff. But, but if, if you you're can't... averaging it, it's an average steak. But you never get an average steak. Yeah. You... These other five are consistent in our multiple times at all of them. <laughs> so, And then the other one, which just didn't make it on the list, which I think is on yours. It is on mine. So why don't you talk about it? Okay. So this is... The Boathouse, it's so... It's Disney so, Springs. The Boathouse Spring. at Disney Springs. It's right on the water next to the Amphicar or the boat. Get it? Ha ha. Yes. If you've seen the Amphicars, <laughs> so you know, the little cars floating around the water at Disney Springs, they are from think, the Boathouse. And I think the reason it's not on your list is because it's not... It is fairly upscale. Like, they have they have New York Strip, and they have fairly upscale dishes. Lobster. Exactly. Mm. They have lobster. Their lobster's delicious. Strip. But I think the theming inside the restaurant, it is, it's boat-themed. It's excellently themed, but I think that might be some of the reasons why it's not. Well, how observant of you, my daughter. That is 100% correct. So, it is upscale in the food. The menu is very upscale. It's consistent, and it's good. But the decor, it's nice. I would say, compared to the five I did, it is slightly more casual. So if you you like... If you're just going for the food and not necessarily the decor, because I'm judging based on the actual, the deliciousness of the food. Yeah. That's... I would say it's closest to California Grill in that sort of more relaxed atmosphere. It's not a quick service or anything or, you know, an Applebee's. <laughs> Nothing against those places, but it's more upscale than that. Yeah. But it does have more of a casual feeling about it. But it still makes my list. Yeah. So, I and, and same, I would agree with you. If you want upscale dining and the lobster at the boathouse, it, I think it may be the only thing I've ever so had there. So, I can't comment on the whole menu, so although you, you two have eaten other things. It's consistent. It's good. I have to get that lobster when I go there. Good service. Good, I don't really order good location. the lobster. Steal it from you. And lots of cool seating what in there, just... right? The other ones are booths or tables, but I they have a, one of them's a, a boat. boat. Yeah, one of them's a boat. Like they have some sort of neat seating. It's so cool. And it which is. I think is why kids would like going there because if you're not, you can get like lobster and steak. Those are high end food. But yeah. if you're a kid, you're like, hey, I'm in a boat. Yeah, and it's right <laughs> I'm on the sitting it, yeah, in a boat. It's right on the water. Whereas Le Cellier and Victorian Alberts are really sort of cut off from the world. Le Cellier is like, a, it means the cellar, right? So it's sort of like that. California Grill's much more airy and open like this one, although it's up high. Takumi Te also inside, in room, sort of cut off from the outside world. So yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Boathouse. Did you have any others that I did not have? No, but I had a completely different order. Well, not completely. Okay, so let me say, as a younger person, if someone's going with kids, what would you recommend as two or three, if you want a really nice dinner with the family, assuming, you know, you know your kids if you're listening. And I'll just I'll gonna... rank the ones we've discussed. Okay. So in number seven, the uh, yacht... Yachtsman, you probably don't even remember. <laughs> Yachtsman, I don't, but I remember you complaining about it a yeah. lot. <laughs> And I, I remember good steak, but I think I also remember bad steak. So that's number seven. Yeah. My list, secret number six option, Takumi Te. Okay. Yeah. And then number five is Victoria and Albert's. Really? Because the food is really good, but then some of it is like not super kid friendly. That is true. That's I, why they don't allow yeah. kids. And the first time you went there, you were 10 or probably the only time. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember if you came with us again. 
That may be your only time there. Yeah. But yeah, because it's just, what kid wants to eat blue cheesecake? Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. It's good food, but it's not super as a kid, not super kid friendly. And, uh, I, and I will I will just chime in and say, of all the ones, yeah, I mean, they say 10, but it doesn't, you know, you want it to go there. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have no, taken it, you and there. It, it was a good experience. I'd go there again. It's just maybe kids, like other kids don't have a sophisticated yeah, make sure palate. You're, yeah, that's a good point. Make sure your kid is not a picky eater because they might not like it. Yeah. Okay. And then number four, the Cellier. It's good. It's just not as good as my top three. And I'm doing this based on food. I think I would tie Monsieur Paul and California Grill. Okay. California Grill might be a touch better, but they're really, really close. So just depending on wherever you are that day, I think it doesn't right. really matter of the two of them. And then number one, this is going to shock you, the Boathouse. Really? It is my favorite restaurant in Walt Disney World. So if I Walt say we want World. an upscale meal, you're going to pick the Boathouse. Yeah. Because I know mommy's going to pick California ups- Grill. But the food is upscale. And that's what I, like lobster and steak. That's upscale food. That's not, you know, a quick service meal. No one serves lobster at quick service. Yeah. No, it's, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> not good lobster anymore. <laughs> and, you know, if you're wondering, there are things like narcooses or citricos that are not on this list because, you know, in our opinion, we've said this before, they are okay, but they've dropped out from their fine dining, but the food quality. Uh, has put them out. Their atmosphere may be good. Citricos, I would put over Narcooses if you're wanting something at the Grand Floridian other than Victorian Alberts. But these are our five or six now that we would recommend. So if when you're planning that special trip, as we all are, we've, <laughs> we've had four canceled. So we're planning our fifth now for coming out of COVID. And we will definitely probably have two of these on our list. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Because some of them aren't open, but hopefully they will by the time we get there this summer. All right, everyone. We hope we've made you hungry enough and given you some food for thought. (laughs) No (laughs) pun intended. As you plan your next uh, Disney vacation at Walt Disney World, have an upscale meal. And uh, let us know your favorites as we tweet out and post everywhere at 1923 Main Street on social media this week. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a magical day, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.